Y'all small tuna fish up one big This is a shark tail. Here we go again. 2004. Hi everybody, welcome back to Kira and Adam's response to 2003's Finding Nemo. This is the Zillennial Canon. I'm Kira. Um, and I'm Adam. And boy oh boy, do we have a treat <laughs> for you guys this week. Um, it's been a long time coming <laughs> you know kira my dear dear friend she she was like you know in 2020 in this new decade we have to we have to go full force with the little canon we have to like we have fully, to stand up to disney <laughs> we have to go we have to show our audience truly the treasures of cinema that are long forgotten and she texted me the other night well i texted her i'm like you have a pick for this week or what no you did not you didn't didn't i say like i asked you like if you had a pick right i was like yeah whatever and then like you didn't answer my texts and then out of nowhere like a week later i was like shark tail smiley face emoji (laughs) this is our (laughs) entire brand (laughs) just not answering texts and then just being like fuck it shark tail (laughs) And fun fact, she wasn't even telling me to do this for the pod. She was just randomly texting me, Shark Tale. And I took it in a different thing. And here we are recording this episode. Yeah. Um, so. So, so what have you, wanna... you been up to lately, Adam? <laughs> um, well, you know. We haven't, other than... uh, we haven't been on the pod in a, in a minute. Um, we were on a holiday hiatus for a solid two months. <laughs> Yeah, um, it's kind of funny how that works. Uh, for yeah, you know, like... Full disclaimer, we were trying to do an episode for weeks, and each of us were just kind of like, yeah, I'm down for next week, and then something happened to both of us. And then, like, one week, yeah. one of us wouldn't be, like, able to do it, and it just happens sometimes. Um, yeah, so... you know, like, life, and also life career moves school moves so, you know sometimes you just don't have 90 minutes to spare to watch um will smith and robert de niro and martin scorsese and you know what i really didn't have 90 minutes to spare because last night i got 45 minutes exactly halfway through it and i was like i physically cannot do this anymore and i had to go to sleep and then i just had to skim through the last 45 minutes about 10 minutes ago because this movie straight up broke my computer like literally i was i turned it back <laughs> i turned it back on to finish the last 45 minutes like i was already miserable and my computer just started like making this really loud like whirring noise like the disk drive and it just started getting like really hot and it just like froze it did it catch on fire like the dad in hereditary (laughs) as soon as you opened the shark tail yeah yeah yeah. and then uh tony collette on the ceiling yeah (laughs) fuck it tony collette on the ceiling ceiling. (laughs) so adam yeah um, um, I was actually, I received a very long message um, about a memory with Shark Tale. Uh, let me just pull it up really quick. It's from friend of the pod, Sean. I've heard this story before. Um, okay, so 
Um, okay. It's a very long message. Hello, Zillennial Canon. Please say this about Shark Tale. My dad took me to see Shark Tale in theaters, but we had some time to kill before the movie started. I wandered into the arcade at the movie theater and went up to an arcade machine. It was one of those games where we had to tilt the ball into the hole, and my dad left to go get some change so I could play the game. The handle of the game had two holes on the side of it. I stuck my two fingers on each side of the hole, and my hands got stuck in the game. All of a sudden... (laughs) people from the movie theater all kept coming over trying to get my fingers out of the sides of the game someone ran over and said get the movie theater butter it'll slip his hands out soon enough my fingers slipped out of the game and i went to see shark tale and i don't know i think i enjoyed it and then he sent pictures of the arcade game it's called uh gravity hill um it's like a purple and yellow it looks very familiar but he said the black bar where you tilt it was like two holes on each side so my fingers got stuck on each side of it just for reference and then he sent a side profile of uh the machine so uh thanks for thanks for writing in sean um adam (laughs) what are your experiences with shark tale i can't say i'm gonna top that that's that's wow i don't even know how to like top that um my experience with Shark Tale, or my one memory with it, is uh, it was one of those movies that I went to to like an early screening when I was a kid, mm. and I remember my mom. I was like dying to see it when I was like, God, was I six or seven when it came out? Um, and my mom was like entering radio contests every day to get me Shark Tale tickets. And I remember we got to the screening like two hours early, and like no one mm-hmm. was there, and um. I remember loving it, and I remember, uh, oh, I remember distinctly staining the screening ticket, like, with some kind of, like, I don't know, like, I think it was, like, a drink or something, and I was, I cried myself to sleep the night before with the thought that I might not be able to get admission into the Shark Tale screening. What the fuck? Um, <laughs> um, that might be an exaggeration, but I was very nervous. Um I remember having the DVD after it came out and rewatching mm-hmm. it like a lot as a kid, um, mostly because it's a dumb ninety minute ninety minute movie with like notice like like well known actors in the roles, so it's like mm-hmm. easy. It's a very light watch for a young kid. Um, you know, I don't have anything like deeply emotional or even traumatizing like Sean does, but I um, I other than Martin Scorsese Blowfish, but oh my god, otherwise. I would say my feelings about this movie are pretty neutral, or at least my memories with it are neutral. Uh, we'll get into my newfound feelings a little bit later. <laughs> um, so, yeah, for some reason, my family like loves this movie and always has loved this movie. Why am I not surprised? <laughs> I can never understand why. Um, so, yeah. Um, so this movie it is well loved like literally I just last night I just didn't feel like going downstairs and I texted my little brother like can you just bring up the shark tail dvd like it's like my (laughs) he's like yeah (laughs) and I opened it and (laughs) the dvd is like so just like worn in and like scratched and like it's still in perfect working condition other than the fact that it like broke my laptop um Fuck it, but DVD. For like literally, so 
I feel like a lot of the dread that came with me rewatching this is just the fact that like I know almost every line to this movie and I just did not want to sit through it. Um, like I don't care that we're covering it. Like it's fine. Don't feel bad for me. But I the like literally I was five minutes into it and I was like, fuck, why am I not watching like a John Cassavetes movie right now? Like <laughs> Why am I watching this? <laughs> However, I guess this does count as cinema because uh, we got some classic collaborators in this for no reason. Literally zero reason. Like, I... Okay. It, it, I feel like boggles, this is going to be what most of the pot is going to be about. <laughs> it boggles my mind that Scorsese... Like, the only... Has Scorsese acted, like, has he in any of his own movies like i um like probably i I just i didn't yeah he has like cameos and he okay the thing about this is he has cameos in his own movie he looks really really hot in taxi driver king of comedy like he's always just like kind of like in the background maybe has like one line whatever this is not even a voice cameo he is legitimately a main character of this movie. I'm talking about cameos. I, I want to like. I is this his only like actual like role in a film? Like you know an what? actual Fuck character. It. I'm gonna do research. Yeah, I was looking at his. Well, like his Wikipedia is all like his directing work. So I'm, I was trying to go to his yeah. IMDb real quick. But um, yeah, it's like. And like, his eyebrows know, are in it. That's the most I, I don't know if I love or hate that honestly like there's a part of me that loves it but there's mm-hmm. a part of me that's deeply like I when I know I, I go it. to sleep every night I see it you know so like it was like a thing I feel like um that yeah so he yeah I'm looking at it and he's just like cameos or him playing himself and stuff and literally like basically just um yeah i'm on there now uh yeah it's kind of yeah okay, this yeah. is this why like why what the fuck yeah, I, <laughs> like it's yeah, literally I, just cameos in all his movies like <laughs> he was an entourage as himself what He's the hell is this curb your enthusiasm as himself um <laughs> I can't breathe, literally. Okay, so I, like, didn't really like movies back then, but, like, I feel like it was just, like, a known thing that everyone would say. Like, this was, like, a fun fact. Like, oh, like, he made Hugo so that his children, which, like, Francesca, could, uh, like, watch his movies and appreciate them. Um, No, this was for Francesca. Like, I want to know what... <laughs> How she feels about this? Can she get like, Joe the same... on the pod again to like get into someone else's DMs? And no, we're out? not. No, we're not. Okay, we're not contacting Francesca. Um. Anyway, okay. <laughs> um. The I feel like if she wasn't an Instagram influencer, I would be like, "Hey, can you come on the pod?" But like, she randomly became an Instagram influencer, so I feel like we can't do that. You know? Fair enough. Yeah. Like, I feel like she really, like, made a name for herself in, like, promoting the Irishman or something. Um, and, like, playing up 
the whole Marvel versus Martin Scorsese thing. You know? Which she did a great job at, by the way. It was oh, yeah, the wrapping paper. Like, it's so yeah. funny. Um, it's wonderful. I, people were literally being, like, critical on Twitter, being like, oh, my God, like, leave Francesca out of this. Like, she's, like, a kid. And I'm like, she's literally, I don't know. I mean, like, I, I feel like I, like, have this thing where I'm like, everybody on Twitter is the same age as me. But, like, literally, like, Francesca's, like, our peer. Like, she used to, like, follow me on Instagram. <laughs> and she unfollowed me. But anyway um but that's she's our peer and it's funny yeah yeah. tune in next week to find out why francesca scorsese unfollowed me on this just kidding um (laughs) just kidding anyway i just want to know if she likes shark tail francesca if you're listening we like you a lot okay sorry that we're clowning is Um, she is she actually our age like she's like um, a year younger than us two years younger well then she definitely probably went to the premiere right like, yeah i i think there are pictures like it's funny because like you can kind of like see her like kind of in the background at his premieres like now that you know who she is right. um and i was looking for pictures of martin scorsese at the premiere but they're kind of few and far between the closest <laughs> i could get to her like being in like featured in something interesting is in the One Direction uh concert film when Martin Scorsese goes backstage with her and is like, I'm a big fan of your work <laughs> to One Direction. <laughs> and Francesca's just like next <laughs> Francesca's just like next to him with bangs, like the same haircut that I have right now, and she just like nods and I'm like, Wow, this is a powerful moment. <laughs> oh, anyway. Um, so Shark Tail. <laughs> Shark Tail how I mean, did they land Martin Scorsese? Nobody knows. <laughs> um, let alone, how did they land De Niro uh, yeah. and Julia Jolie? <laughs> um, Vincent Passatore, even. So like. there's been, like, a lot of... I don't remember, like, the main uh, source for this, but, like, I've seen a lot of, like, video essays and stuff, like Lindsay Ellis. I know there was one that Lindsay Ellis made specifically about Robin Williams in Aladdin. Um, oh, and right, how... it's a, like, entire thing about, like, um, yeah, so, I, that about... was a great video, if anyone hasn't Yeah, it. I highly recommend it, I'll probably link it in the description of the pod, but, um, yeah. uh, so Shrek was, like, the first animated movie, so, like, up until Shrek, like, animated movies were mostly just, like, voice actors, or, like, in Aladdin, like, they specifically wrote the genie, like, based on Robin Williams' acts, like his like comedy um and shrek was like one of the first uh animated movies where they like featured the voice cast excuse me as like a uh as like a poll like on the poster to get people right. to come see the movie um and i feel like this is that times 150 yeah because <laughs> i even like um the end credits of this movie like they I've never seen, unless I'm just forgetting something, but like an animated movie have the same kind of in credits like a mainstream comedy does where it's like just highlighting the actors as if they're actually like physically in the movie, if you know what I'm saying. Like, yeah. oh yeah, well you didn't watch the end credits. I don't know if you're- No, them, I, like, I skimmed through them, but I know exactly what you're talking about because I've seen this 10 million times. Like they treat it as if it's like a live action film. Jack Black's in this- Remember, De Niro's in this, and it's like you're showing a picture of a CGI fish. Like, yeah, it's, 
it's so absurd. however the cgi fish looks exactly like the actor which is interesting and i feel like for most of them like okay yes this movie is extremely like star heavy for whatever reason like like every other animated movie of the time however you cannot deny that the cast no you know what what came first the cast or the writing of this movie because i think they might have just like cast the people and then personality because it's like very well cast not just that the obviously the fish all look exactly like the actors but like how basically everything with like robert de niro and scorsese is like the vibe of a Scorsese movie. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It's, like, I, the thing is, though, like, if you take, like, the basic, like, constructs of this movie, it's, like, the idea of a, like, underwater gangster movie with fish is kind of intriguing. Like, there's moments of this movie that are actually, like, you can see the potential of, like, you know, gangs of sharks and, like, the civilians being <laughs> like little like like it's prime for an animated movie like if you gave this to like i don't know like Leica or something like you could have made something kind of interesting with it but <laughs> got shark tail and um yeah it's just i, I don't know I, like maybe i'm just stretching with that but like i when i was watching it again i was seeing like just the, I don't know, just like the foundation of something that was kind of interesting for an animated movie to explore on. Like in the same way where like you pitch Monsters, Inc. and it doesn't sound appealing, but you put the right work into it and you make something good, you know? Yeah, and I mean, I, I even like, like something like Over the Hedge, it's like, it sounds good on paper. Hey, listen, that that's... Coming I, soon. I'm a fan. I'm a fan, but we'll get. That's another episode. Um, yeah. Also composed by Hans Zimmer. I'm looking at the back of my DVD right now. Yes, I, that is true. Um, do you know about Jeffrey Katzenberg? About who? Jeffrey Katzenberg, the executive producer. I do not. Tell me about it. So, Jeffrey Katzenberg. Don't quote me on this. This is just uh, yeah. So Jeffrey Katzenberg, he used to work at Pixar when it first started. Um, and he, so you know how we kind of memed about this being a reaction to Finding Nemo? Right. I mean, so, it wasn't a meme for me, but yes. Well, you, you texted me about it. That's what I mean by memeing about it. Okay, um, cool. yeah, I don't know. Um, so Jeffrey Katzenberg, he worked at Pixar or Disney Animation, whichever one, I don't know. Um, and he left and started DreamWorks. So he knew the future plans of Pixar. Um, And he had the foresight to, like, put Ants out the same time as Bugs Life. And then, like, put this out immediately near uh, Nemo. Like, literally, like... I think this is all true, but, like, wouldn't you think he would try to, like, get them out before? Um, I'm pretty sure it was like that with Ants. Okay, but then but um, Shark Tale just wasn't. There was, like, a big... Let me look exactly. Like, there were, like, a few projects that... Yeah. I'm trying to, like, think off the top of my head because it's, like... I don't know. Like, 
I feel like Disney, well, did Madagascar, like, well, no, because uh, The Wild is not Pixar, definitely not. So No, oh my um, god, The Wild to, to Madagascar. Um, no, so he produced The Little Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, Lion King, um, and then he left Disney, and he found DreamWorks, he did Shrek, Madagascar, Kung Fu Panda, blah, 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 all of them. He actually just made Quibi, which is interesting. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I'm looking at his producing so he never actually worked on a um, Pixar movie just like kind of like oversaw things at Disney like he was like a producer at Disney Um, this was like another thing that was mentioned in uh... I've, I've watched too many fucking YouTube essays to the point where I don't remember where I get this information. So I'm just like, I heard this one time. So honestly, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking at his IMDb now. And it's like, that is a kind of interesting trajectory. Like, it's like, and he, like your entire, like, I don't know if you want to call it like a theory about like the whole, like, um, taking Disney's ideas and incorporating them into the competitors, like, mm-hmm. you know, thing. I that's very bad because like that's a very big coincidence if it's not true like ants and bugs life were like incredibly similar um they both were like they had a kind of like edgy-ish humor for their times like mm-hmm. and for kids movies and they pushed the boundaries and envelope a little bit like and shark tale it's just ants i think is actually a good movie shark tale in comparison to finding nemo uh, it's wait just, you think that ants is a good movie I I haven't seen it since I was like seven, but I have fond memories with it. Um, remember when ants? Remember when ants opens with a therapy session of Woody Allen being like, "I just feel so insignificant," and he's just like I, an ant. You're making me like it less already. I <laughs> literally Woody Allen is a main character of ants. Uh, I'm on the wrong side of history, apparently. I <laughs> totally forgot about that. I, listen, I just remember enjoying it as a kid. That's all. I. Okay. But I'm saying, at least in comparison, like, Bugs Life and Ants are at least closer in terms of quality than Shark Tale and Finding Nemo are. Like, I could see Ants actually being a decent competitor to, like, Bugs Life, just for its mm-hmm. time. But, like, when you try to match Shark Tale with what Finding Nemo accomplished financially critically just like on overall every level the difference in quality and just marketability and everything is insanely like like they honestly they just both they just both take place underwater yeah and the thing well okay yeah they're both like familial dramas about fish um, (laughs) familial dramas adam (laughs) can i just say I feel like you might be feeling exactly the same way. This okay. movie is very similar to another recent drama that we've been talking about over the last few weeks. Can you guess what it is? I'm Yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to say it. But so true. <laughs> <laughs> this movie is on Cut Gems. I I had a I was gonna text you something about Uncut Gems last night when I was watching it, but I can't remember what I didn't want to say 
I didn't want to say it to you beforehand because I just needed to know that we were thinking the same way. That shark tail like is uncomfortable. thing in this movie? Like, yeah, literally, like. Okay, that's what I was going to text in like, I want to see uncut gems, like, but through the perspective of him. He um, literally, he's in debt. A girl that he likes, like, gives him like a pearl to like pawn at a pawn shop or whatever. He uses oh the money. God. He bets it, thinking that he'll, like, double his money. Then he gets more in debt. And then the rest of the movie is just him, like, getting, like, digging himself more and more into a hole. And then Lola is obviously Julia Fox. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Like, like, Safdie brothers, explain yourselves. De Niro is like, do you like the way things are going now? (laughs) I can't. I hate her so much. Nero okay. in the in the glass box. The shark so, in the glass box watching uh watching Oscar like watch the horse race. No no no. I feel like Sykes <laughs> is um Sykes is his brother in law and De Niro is the other guy. I was gonna spoil Uncut Gems, but I'm not. Um, De Niro's the other guy. Um, the, yeah, that guy. The that crazy guy. If you've seen yeah, that, that, guy. that guy. The guy. Um, the guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Honestly, personally, um, I think that the scene where he's like put out into the middle of the ocean, I think that that's kind of like the scene when he's naked in the back of his car at oh, his daughter's school play. Ten percent. Yeah. That's. <laughs> I hate this so much. <laughs> you like? I had the thought, but you like. You flushed it out in ways that I didn't know were possible. And now I can't unsee. <laughs> and it's not just for whenever I, in, if in any point in the future, I rewatch Shark Tale. But it's also maybe, um, regretfully, anytime I rewatch Uncut Gems, I won't be able to unsee Shark Tale in it now. Mm. So it goes both ways, I guess. Unfortunately. You know, yes. um, Adam Sandler having, like, a big, beautiful fish tank in his office. Maybe that's just, like, the oh allegory. God. Like, that's, like, the Safety Brothers telling us, like, yes, the connections like that you're our... making are true and right. Like, Yeah, it's like when a, um, like, a criminal, like, tips off the detective by, like, leaving yeah. a clue. Like, when I, like, but... subtweet, like, yeah. never mind. Well... <laughs> Like when I subtweet Adam, just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) You're like when a criminal tips. I'm like, yeah, when I (laughs) (laughs) subtweet. Anyway, Um, should we go through this movie beat by beat? I mean, okay, I'll say this. I the first, however many, I don't know, ten minutes, if you want to go by that like mm-hmm. the, i i laughed at that one cutaway or the cut to gag of the guy the the fish who owns the sushi restaurant oh yeah always that's pretty funny that's genuinely funny and i forgot about it completely and when that happens i like laughed out loud and i'm like is this movie like rv where it's like oh it's better than i remember yeah and no like there's no other joke in the movie um, um i mean politically i think it's on the same level as rv like how we like agreed with the politics of RV in the future. Well, I mean, in please, the in the present. Please tell me about uh, 
the politics are changed. The I think it's um I was like here's a note that I wrote. Angie and Oscar is really good representation of solidarity between minimum wage workers. I, Just like uh, having that <laughs> Do you think Bernie has seen this movie? <laughs> <laughs> So wait, I gotta ask you, um, Kira, as a woman, does... Yeah. Does... <laughs> yeah, what's up? On a shark tail. <laughs> as a little woman, does, uh, do you think shark tail uh, passes the Bechdel test? Um, no, I don't, I mean, no, I don't think so. It's fine, though, I don't care. <laughs> and you sparkly. <laughs> Shows full. Like I wanted women, to be right? her. Yeah, all the women in this are sparkly, except for Mrs. Sanchez. <laughs> she just has <laughs> hair curlers <laughs> and spray deodorant. An ethnic queen. Um, literally. Um, I hate this. Also, I love headphone guy. Like, there's always that one guy at, like, a minimum wage job that is just like, who is this? Like, no. the guy that, like, stands in the back sweeping the tongue with headphones on. Yes. Um, yeah, and then there's, the, of course, I feel like this is a, another zillennial trope, is, like, Crazy Joe, and how he, um, there's always, like, a I, crazy random character in a kid's movie in the 2000s. I wrote, um, cr- wait, where literally Oscar and Crazy Joe. Who's Oscar and who's Crazy Joe? Why don't you take a guess? I don't know. I, am I Oscar? No. Oh, well, okay. I mean, I didn't think I was Crazy Joe, but he serves... off, I guess. I'm sorry. Crazy Joe serves no purpose to the plot. He's just oh, like... Is this like an allegory for my life? No. Like, no purpose. <laughs> what He's are you just trying like... to say? Want to see my puppets? <laughs> no, you know what? I kind of am Crazy Joe because I love puppets. Yes, this is... And also, in uh, okay, I was gonna say something, but no. What? Just, I'm like, I'm Oscar, like walking down the street, and then you're like Crazy Joe, like <laughs> telling me to like come over to talk to you for a second, and then you ask about like you're like my financial advisor. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know where I'm going. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> I hate this. All I'm right. not going to compare my life to Shark Tale. This is not going to happen. <laughs> I mean, we're all working hard. We're all trying to get through this uh, ocean of ocean of uh, fear. And uh-huh. yeah, this ocean that we call life. <laughs> so that's going to be it for this little again. <laughs> this <laughs> is the last fun. episode. Um, that's our finale. <laughs> yeah, we've officially raised enough money on Patreon. So we don't have to do this pod anymore. <laughs> okay well cool um yeah so i want uh, to just say after one, after one, I, oh, no go ahead uh no i just wanted to say after i wrote down in quotations you want to see my puppets the next note was <laughs> i can't deal with this shit anymore i have an hour left and that's when i, I turned it off i'm pretty sure it took me six hours to watch this movie, just to clarify for the audience. I started at, like, 6 p.m., and I gradually watched, like, about from five to ten minutes, just randomly, sporadically throughout the night. And I wasn't done with it until about 12.40 a.m., close to 1 a.m., 
and uh, I've never had that happen before with one of our Zillow movies. Usually I can just like muster through it and just, you know, push through. But this was, it was quite the haul for me. Like I, I, I wasn't ready for it. Um, one thing about this movie, that I don't know if it like irks me, but I think it's a big trend in, I guess not even just millennial movies, but just like kids movies in general, is like mm-hmm. how Angie is like so obviously in love with Oscar. And like, you're like, why? Like, like literally why? I liked that. I thought they were a believable relationship because like I said, it's like solidarity between minimum wage workers. Like it's really, really cute how like they try and make the hellish day go by easier for each other. I just think that if there was more communication there in their relationship, then it would be a little bit more believable. Um, See, as a guy who, um, (laughs) as a man, um, (laughs) as a um, little woman, (laughs) as a little woman, as an uncut gem, um, I personally think, you know, as a person who likes communication, I think that was my biggest issue, was that he, he's just, he's so blind to like what's in front of him and I just was like at some point you just Angie just I think she would realize that she has so much to offer and why should she waste her time on a guy who doesn't even notice her or like notice her in the way that he should you know like because when you have a crush like that it's like what are you supposed to do die like I don't know like (laughs) (laughs) um Question about Lola. Yeah. So Lola, as played by Angelina Jolie. Yeah. Um, so, as a man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um, so you know how, like, a lot of, like, men are like, oh, like, Jessica Rabbit was, like, a big it, moment for me. Let's, are we, okay, um. Do you think that Lola had any effect on, like, men of our zillennial generation? Are you saying men in general, or are you asking if I, Adam Sidori? No, just, like, in general, do you think... I'm going to look up and see if there's any artwork of Lola. Oh, Um, God. I hope to God not. Um... I mean, like, I found Inherent Vice fanfiction this morning by accident, so... Yeah. Anything can happen. I was getting my dog groomed today when Kira texted me um, Inherent Vice fanfic, and I was just like, it's too early for this. Yeah. um... Um, Okay, so yeah, as a man, I think probably one kid at least got, like, awakened sexually during this movie, sure. But, like, was it, like, as big of a, like, I don't know, like, thing as Jessica Rabbit was no no way like it it's a fish like I'm yeah but like it's a fish yeah but like people also found like Lola Bunny hot who a a lot of people well all of those people they're not valid I'm king shaming them you know I, I I'm aware that we don't we shouldn't kink shame people but i'm gonna do it anyways if you think lola bunny is hot you i don't listen to this podcast don't just don't i don't i don't like that like i 
Okay. You know what? I'm not getting into this. I why is it frowned upon to not find cartoon animals hot? Like I don't Okay. You know what? Okay. Well, I'm going to defend young women and say that a lot of people found, uh, like, teen Simba hot. I know that's that's a thing. That's (laughs) valid. But but the Angelina Jolie fish in Shark Tale is not... Like, I don't even know what... Do you think it's because they made her face look like Angelina Jolie? I mean, maybe. But, like, I just don't, like, that's just a weird thought to me. Like, did a kid, I don't want to get into, like, all of it, but, like, did a kid actually, like, have recurring thoughts about this? I, I mean, think. maybe. They they shoot her as being, shoot her, oh, they God. animate her as being very alluring. <laughs> they shoot her. <laughs> they shoot her. <laughs> okay, I, I give up, because... <laughs> I just found, like, a gender-swapped Luigi, and the title is not like the other plumbers. So, (laughs) here's where I leave this site. Um, Um, Wait, let me hold hold on. Let me... Lola Shark Tale fan art. See what comes up. Oh, If you see um, that... What? I've already seen what I wish I didn't see. Um... Have you seen the anime sharks yet? The anime sharks? Um, not yet. But I don't know. I'm not seeing anything lewd. I just see, like, a lot of, um... Oh my god, these plush toys. I kind of want one. Patreon members, can you please buy us these Shark Tale plush toys? That's really weird, because, okay, DreamWorks, like... Okay. DreamWorks properties are always hideously ugly... And it's really, really weird that they wouldn't make them more marketable to, like, sell toys. Because I know that, like, Disney will specifically design, like, think of, like, Baby Yoda. Like, they'll, like, very clearly specifically design characters so that they'll be, like, marketable for, like, merchandise and stuff. Um, And I know that, like, Ratatouille and, like, Up and stuff, like, they had a lot of trouble making merchandise for it because it's, like... The characters aren't that marketable. Um, but yeah, I feel like DreamWorks has never had one thing where it's like a kid would be like, I want a toy of that. Like even like oh. Shrek, it's like who like it's like ugly. Like who I mean I my shark my uh, my shark my Shrek two action figures with Betty Biffer. Um Okay, but like yeah, they have Shrek, but they have like ten other movies. Like No no I, can't... I agree. Overall, I agree, yeah. Because I'm like, I'm trying to, why am I trying to like a blank? Like, no one's going to buy beat, okay, no. So Someone would buy beat movie merch. But like, unironically, no. Yeah, ironically now, people would buy this stuff. But right. I can't think of like, I don't like, yeah. Hold on, let me, because I'm like drawing a blank on DreamWorks movies. Over um, the Hedge, but... Madagascar. They're like uh, straight up ugly at points. Like, yeah. Oh, so the Madagascar is like maybe the only one. Yeah, because where... it's like you could get like a plush dragon because like oh, the actually, dragon's kind of cute or actually, like Kung Fu Panda has pretty dope. Uh, I remember when I was a like kid when the first one came out. The first Kung Fu Panda actually had some pretty dope action figures like mm. like the Seth Rogen Mantis like 
he you know it's like i don't know he's like a kung fu mantis like it was a pretty cool action figure but like but i don't know like even like they're all just like and maybe that's almost admirable that they don't care so much about marketing and they care more about like interesting designs for their characters or, they care like, more weird... about like fart jokes i was trying to be nice but yeah like <laughs> like but maybe that is a little bit admirable that they don't like care as much about merch as disney does you know like, i guess i think I here know. i am siding with I, the corporation here's, I feel here's like the they're... thesis corporations are bad i feel like they're making bank on trolls though i mean and primarily from you yeah basically no but I don't know if, like, they literally, like, own the license to Trolls now, but it's really, really, really hard. I don't know if they still even sell, like, the original, like, Treasure Trolls, like, the, like, ugly, like, nude ones with, like, the jam belly buttons. I don't think they sell those anymore. I think they literally only sell, like, Poppy and Branch, the Trolls from Trolls. You know what I mean? It's almost disconcerting how, like, I forgot that Troll, like, a established brand yeah and I love now when that. i think of trolls i only think of like the 2016 movie like i don't think about those like actual dolls and stuff they were based the movie's actually based on because yeah. they radically des- i mean it's what you're saying like they radically designed it so differently that i completely forgot about the original property um so yeah that's kind of that is interesting and like that, that honestly seems like a disney thing like disney would do like they would like the totally, damn like star um, wars i mean not necessarily i think this i don't think like dreamworks is this malicious but it's like like it how, seems it's how a, disney put their logo on fox movies yes but what i'm trying to say i mean yeah okay yes you're right about that like it's like the overhaul of an existing ip and refurbishing it so much that people start to believe it's your own like it's like when um, you watch like an original property on Disney Plus, uh, it, but it like says it's a Disney Plus original. Like mm-hmm. Star Wars Clone Wars started on uh, Cartoon Network, but it, mm-hmm. with the new, with it being revamped on Disney Plus, they're claiming it as a Disney Plus original, even though they had no existing connection to the past like seven seasons of that show. So it's, and this is so deep for a Shark Tale episode, but it's like, um, it's just, it's kind of like the, disgusting nature of like overhauling ips and brands and corporations taking over is yeah. what i'm trying to say so shark tale um it <laughs> just i mean this movie i feel like is a really good representation of like instagram influencer culture <laughs> uh oscar is the original e-boy like <laughs> yeah that too but <laughs> You know, like, going viral for, like, one thing that you may or may not have done, and everyone, like, rallying around you, you getting, like, free shit, and then it all comes crashing down. Yeah, I mean, and but also, that seems to be, like, I mean, I don't don't see, like, enough kids' movies, like, made today to know, but at least in the Zillennial canon, it's, like, that was a big trope as far as, like, the crux of a lot of kids movies like don't lie lying is bad like, yeah it's like they were predicting they were predicting like i don't know the financial crisis it's almost like they were 
predicting our uh, liar in chief. Hmm. <laughs> Something Make to think pain. about, <laughs> listeners. <laughs> that everything comes back to haunt you (laughs) everything in your past (laughs) hey i'm just gonna say it all right trump bad (laughs) that's very brave adam (laughs) (laughs) um can we also um, just discuss that there's a subplot in this movie that's ultimately just like Robert De Niro as a father accepting his gay vegetarian son. Okay, so I was like, I totally <laughs> forgot about how like it, it really. Okay, I actually admire that about this movie because like that scene where Oscar is like, "Who cares if your son like doesn't want to eat meat and he like dresses like a dolphin?" Like, who's <laughs> your son? When he said dresses like a dolphin, I like almost screamed at my computer. I was. <laughs> Oh my god. I totally I like this just another thing, like you don't pick up on it. Or at least I did it when I was a kid. But like I watched Maybe this movie has rights. Yeah, I was like, damn, was like DreamWorks ahead of Pixar, like when it comes to representation. Yeah, (laughs) Disney can't have they can have like one gay kiss in the background on screen in Star Wars, but Shark Tale has been ahead of you. Of Robert De Niro hugging his uh he's like, I love my gay vegetarian son. Dreamers is like, I don't even know why you girls bother at this point. (laughs) (laughs) I hate this. Okay. Is there Um, anything else to say about this movie? Well, I like how we were like, let's try to go in the direct, like, in order to plot. And we made it like five minutes in the movie, and then we went to talk about evil inspirations and IP. Wait, can I talk about the funniest part of this movie that's, like, not even that funny? Like, it's, like, the dumbest (laughs) part that I laughed so hard. It's uh, when the octopus, like, calls into, like, as, like, a three-way call into, like, Robert De Niro on the phone (laughs) with Oscar. And he's like, I'd like to order a pizza. (laughs) And he's like, get off the phone. He goes, boss, what are you doing working at a pizza joint? I also like when um, it's probably the funniest, one of the funniest things I've ever seen in like an animated movie, and just in the fact that it's really not funny. But when the two jellyfish go like, where they have like the corn dogs. Oh my god! Oh no! I'm not a nobody. nobody. I'm a a wiener. Stupid! Like I. But, like, it made me laugh hysterically, like, every time I watched it when I was a kid. So, yeah, maybe this movie does maybe that. Maybe right. that's right. Oh, oh, also, the, um, okay, so like the Celtics and Uncut Gems is lucky day in this movie, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, okay, good job, Adam. Yeah, um, <laughs> see. We know film theory. We can make connections. We can see references. This movie has references to the Titanic. It has references to Scarface. It has references to The Godfather. And it has references to Uncut Gems. It basically predicted Uncut Gems. So take that Um, film, Twitter. (laughs) I also, I don't know, like, this movie is, I I kind of go to what you were saying earlier about, like, you some of these movies that we're gonna watch, we remember even if we haven't watched it like in ten years, mm-hmm. or maybe more or less, but like we remember every plot beat to it when mm-hmm. it starts. 
like I when I was watching this, I remember like everything that was about to happen before it happened. Mm-hmm. Like there was nothing in this movie that almost nothing in this movie that like I was caught off guard by because I didn't remember it. Like other than like maybe the like the stuff with Lenny being like having like gay undertones or like stuff like that, but like all the jokes, all the dialogue, all the story beats, I remembered precisely as it was happening. No, same. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so. can we talk? Speaking of uh, references, can we talk about all the fucking pop culture references in this? Like, literally every single thing is a reference to pop culture. Um, like, I know I just talked about, like, jokingly about the film references, but literally, like, yeah. Um, but, like, all of the company names and stuff, like, literally, like, Gap is like Gup. And, like, they're all, like, fish-related. Like, it's ridiculous. And you know that that's just, like, for the parents to have a chuckle. Like, yeah. It's just, like... And, like, you know what? Maybe it's meant to be there because this whole thing is a critique on how uh, capitalism can turn you just into an evil person. It can truly corrupt the soul. Yeah. Yeah, literally. So... I mean, it makes sense. And then in the end, it, it it's a family-owned business. I I actually do really like that um, ending, like, with Oscar. Like, how, like, it wraps back around to, like, his memory of his father. Yeah. And, like, how you know, he himself looked disparagingly on his working-class father. But because, just because kids are But he took it in it. stride. You know, in the I, end. You know, we're talking a lot about the Safdies finding... Um, you know, inspiration in this film, but I think Greta Gerwig maybe took the inspiration <laughs> when she was talking about the class. It always comes Gerwig. back. It always it comes was... back to Greta Gerwig, huh? <laughs> I, I mean, I really think in her film studies class, she was like, no, I'm not watching Goddard. I'm not watching Truthout. I'm watching Goddard. <laughs> Godard? I'm not watching Kuros Goddard, whatever. Goddard from, from Jimmy Neutron. Jimmy Neutron. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm watching... Goddard. Ruff, ruff. <laughs> um, she said, I'm watching Shark Tale. I'm watching Max Keeble's Big Move. I'm That's how I'm Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen. Literally. Um, <laughs> anyway, so. Goddard, isn't that that bitch from Jimmy? <laughs> 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 I'm thinking about that deep side name now. <laughs> Uh, we'll make it later don't you worry um yeah so in the end it really is just will smith martin scorsese christina aguilera and missy elliott (laughs) that's all you really have in the end because uh there's fish that are christina aguilera and missy elliott (laughs) because it's 2005 and uh 2004, Katie Current, sorry. Katie and Katie Couric, uh, Katie yeah. Current. Yeah. Um, um, also, I mean, I know we've already kind of talked about Lenny a bunch, but like, this is like maybe some of the like first pieces, at least in family movies, about like, um, like a pro vegan or vegetarian diet in a movie <laughs> that I've seen. Like, um, it's RV begs to differ. <laughs> no, well, this was before RV. Okay, well, get out of here with your facts. I didn't say it was the first. I said it was one of the, it was a pioneer in the yeah. landscape for vegan and vegetarian representation in cinema. Um, I, yeah. 
you know, honestly, maybe, you all know? that's missing, which Ice Age already tackled this, but what's missing is uh, climate change. One yes. will a movie successfully uh, tackle climate change other than First Reform? Remember when, <laughs> when Ice Age <laughs> like, actually had like a kind of an interesting message on climate change, maybe? And then they made like six more movies where like, they made climate change into like, a cartoon. Like, they like, just made a joke out of it. Like, yeah, and there was like dinosaurs and stuff with an acorn. Yeah, maybe maybe climate change is uh, caused by just a squirrel trying to chase an acorn. Um, Have we gotten what? to I the think... bottom of that, liberals? <laughs> you know what, liberals? If how do you explain this? <laughs> climate change is actually just about one short king trying to get his nut. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kira, we're gonna ruin. <laughs> Uh, wait okay also this movie has three directors yeah i saw that the first name popped up and i was like oh my god queen this is directed by a woman and then like two more names found (laughs) his name is bilbo (laughs) same um (laughs) i can't believe Hans zimmer did the music he already said this but honestly i'm just thinking about it again Okay, so one director is Rob Letterman. He did Monsters vs. Aliens. Yeah. Gulliver's Travels with Jack Oh, Black. good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Goosebumps, 2015. Mm, cool. And, uh, so he's a friend of Jack Black. And 2019's Detective Pikachu. Oh. So, he has Which rights. is interesting. Yeah, yeah Detective Pikachu is um, a good movie. Vicky Jensen has done a lot of DreamWorks movies. Actually, like... Oh, wait. No, sorry. I was, well, like, she's... She did, like, a lot of work on other ones. I think... Wait, was she the sole director on Trek? If she was, honestly, like, that's no, important in film Andrew history. Adamson, so she co-directed, I guess. But, um... Wow. Um, who who knew that Trek was directed by a woman? Like, literally. She only made one movie by herself, and it was 2009's Postgrad. Oh, with Alexis Bledel. Yes, the interesting. Classic. Interesting. Yes. I've never seen it, but I've seen that trailer so many times on my DVD for Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. I feel like I saw the trailer with God, or maybe it was I on. S- it was on either Mamma Mia, Twilight, or Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants because those were the only three movies that I watched in that time period. I think it was for me at least with the two Fox DVDs I owned from two thousand nine. Was 500 Days of Summer, and uh, oh, um, maybe it was on 500 Jennifer's Days of Body. Summer. Jennifer's Body was another one. Yeah, I didn't um, watch Jennifer's Body until like last year when I finally came to terms with my inner self hatred. Remember when I took my mom to go see them in 2009? No way. I completely true. That's um, fun. Anyway, that's, yeah. So yeah, maybe it was on is, 500 Days of Summer. Anyway, what we're trying to say is Vicky Jensen. She has rights. Yeah, literally. Like, that's amazing. People should talk about her more. People should make uh, written and directed by Vicky Jensen t-shirts. Although she hasn't worked on a film, like, period, since Madagascar that's okay. 3. Europe's Queen, she's wanted. taking a break. She's taking yeah, a break. I mean, I, that's, that's valid. Let I'm her rest. Hoping, I'm hoping... <laughs> she's carried the world of cinema on her shoulders for long enough. Let her rest. <laughs> You know that meme where it's like the soldier like taking out the daggers in his back and it's just like <laughs> that's Vicky, Vicky Jensen's. Jensen for film history. 
Oh, this is so sad. Like any tweet to respect Vicky Jensen's contribution to cinema. <laughs> is anyone listening to this still? Uh, I hope not. At the end, I wrote, fuck it, fish kissing. And then I wrote, Martin Scorsese zebra hat. Fuck it, Missy Elliott fish. <laughs> yeah. Fuck it, Katie Current. I mean, yeah, I don't really have any, like, thoughts on this. I'm, like, head empty, no thoughts. Um, how did they make the fish look so much like their actors? <laughs> that cinema baby. I <laughs> I feel like they just took, like, one distinct feature from each person, and then they just, like, put it on something. Which is interesting, because Lenny didn't really look like Jack Black. Do um, you find that? In, like, do you... Yes, but also, like, how do you make a shark look like Jack Black? I feel like because he doesn't really have any distinctive features. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. I, I think it, that is wait. the ultimate appeal of Jack Black, is that he's, like, just a lovable, everyday man. Yeah, but, okay. Yeah. Lenny's voice doesn't really, like, sound like Jack Black. It's, like, if Jack Black was doing, like, an octave higher and was more nasally, so do you think maybe he was just trying to, like, disappear into the role? Well, this also, I guess, maybe goes full circle to your point about Lindsay Ellis's video about, like, um, voice actors kind of dying out and just having name recognition. Because you could have easily just had a random voice actor who is, like, a professional in this stuff. Yeah, like how that that one, like, ballerina was in Cats that nobody knew and she was just there. Yeah, playing Victoria. Yeah, exactly like that. But it's like... (laughs) <laughs> but but you have Jack Black's name on the poster is the entire yeah. argument against that. He's so like, like um one, two, three, four. He's fifth build and then sixth build is Martin Scorsese. <laughs> it goes um, Will Smith, Robert De Niro, Renee Zellweger, Angelina Jolie, Jack Black, Martin Scorsese. I find it interesting that DreamWorks released um Shrek 2 and Shark Tale in the first in the same year. Yeah, that's insane. They must have made a lot of money that year. Well, I was looking at the box office mojo page for Shark Tale and mm. it opened to 47 million, which not I like feel like record- that's kind of good for that time. No, I was gonna say like not record breaking, like not like Incredibles or probably Shrek numbers, but like um still like really good for like an original I well, you know, original enough IP, like yeah, um, I feel like it's kind of become the depressing norm now that, like, every single movie needs to make over $100 million opening weekend, otherwise it's a flop. Like, that right. kind of sucks. See, this is exactly why I'm voting for Bernie in 2020. <laughs> yeah, like, Jeffrey Katzenberg should pay taxes. I bet he doesn't. When Bernie's talking about the 0.0001%, he's directly talking about Jeffrey Katzenberg. Yeah, literally. Um, um yeah so yeah so not they, you, uh, Jensen, you're safe <laughs> they took martin scorsese's eyebrows um i feel like they kind of have i'm just staring into the faces of these fish right now i feel like they kind of have his smile and his jawline down too a little um, um i got a quick question for you yeah the ending um song of car wash mm-hmm. for shark tale or mm-hmm. the, the bonus DVD on Shrek 2 
which is oh it has uh, a music video right far far away idol or whatever it is yeah what do you what's better um i like far far away idol because it's interactive but i'm pretty sure there is an interactive game on the dvd uh there's one called club oscar I don't I remember, I remember if that's a short actually. film or a game, and I don't want to put this back into my computer and risk losing my MacBook. I'm looking um, at it right now. Hold on. I'm okay, thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah, so when Adam um, looks up Club Oscar, I just wanted to say um, they have Renee Zellweger's cheekbones and her, her mm, I'd say like her, her eyebrow bone. Like, her, like, facial structure, they kind of have that down. Um, as for Will Smith, they have his, uh, they have his smile. Like yeah. yeah, they have his ears. They, like, made his markings kind of look like his, the way his hair is cut. Angelina Jolie, they went for, like, the allure of her in, like, the 90s, early 2000s. Um, she's got a good smoky eye. She's got the big lips, and she has, like, the, like, curtain of straight hair. Um, Robert De Niro obviously just looks exactly like him. Like it's they have the mole. It's ridiculous how much he looks, like. Much he yeah. looks like. Yeah. Um, they have the mole. What what more can you ask for? They have the mole. I and then Jack Black say, is just there. Like what? Oh, I just want to say I definitely remember Club Oscar now. I'm looking at the picture. <laughs> okay, I thank don't... you for that input. Is it a short film? Is it a game? <laughs> 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 thank what you, is Club Oscar? <laughs> Thank you, Adam. Very cool. It's like, okay, so you can like do both. You can play along or you can just watch it. That's okay. Thanks. Okay, so that, that's all. Uh, Kira, we're going to find you. Did you like find it on YouTube? No, I'm just looking at Google Images and like, oh, it's coming back to me. Okay, it well, we'll post Club about Oscar it on the Twitter or account. Watch Club Oscar on the menu. Like, okay. Well, we'll post about it on the Twitter account when this goes up. I know this um, is for a future episode, but I don't know if you remember this, but like on the Spy Kids 3D DVD, there was like an interactive game you could play like on your remote, like where you could like like surf through the lava the same way they mm. do in Spy Kids 3D. Like, I kind of, I'm not going to say miss that, because, like, no one buys DVDs anymore, but it's, like... I personally don't like interactive things. I never liked them on DVDs, because, like, I hated... Like, for some reason, like, my remote would, like, just be a little bit off, like, the sensor or something, or I'd have to, like, stand up and put it at, like, an angle... And I would just get really pissed off and not want to do it. But I personally think that the Criterion Collection should bring back interactive <laughs> games on their DVDs because they seem to be really shooting for like the bonus features. And um, like myself and like a lot of my peers and also a friend of the pod, Sean, like we always say, like, you know, it, like there are no like bonus features anymore now that like streaming is, excuse me, now that streaming is the norm. Um but Criterion really always pulls out for those bonus features, and I think it'd be really interesting if we got more interactive games back in, uh, back in, bring interactive games back into film, guys. Yeah, I was gonna say, um, I would personally love, like, a Francis Ha interactive game where, like, you know where she's, like, running through New York? 
but yeah and like have her like leap over barrels and like fire hydrants or like step over a crack before she falls and bleeds before going back on the date with adam driver yeah like running to an atm (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's level one um and then level two is getting back to the date on time yeah that'd be really awesome what's another movie in the criterion collection let me just look at my shelf um um, Can we think of one from Mulholland Drive? I would personally love to see. It could be like it could be like a choose your own adventure from Mulholland Drive because there are so many different storylines. That would be cool, right? It just it, like if you lose level, it just ends with like David uh, Lynch's like face, and he's like, "You have died," or like you have perished. <laughs> <or something. laughs> um. What um, else do we have? What about Jean Bielman, Adam? I was literally about to say that. <laughs> but except all you do is like... Have you have sex. To, it's like cooking mama. You have sex and you take bite no, and sandwich. No, it's it's a cooking mama skin of Jean Bielman. <laughs> that would be awesome. What about... Um, Persona. What else do we have? How would Persona be? I don't know. I've never seen that movie. <laughs> How dare you? I only watch Shark Tale. I only watch movies by Vicky Jensen. <laughs> is that her name? Yeah. Um, yeah, sure. it is. Yeah, Vicky Jensen. Sorry. I wish this movie was directed by Vicky Creeps. Where is that bitch? I love her. <laughs> she was in a very random movie, like, right after Phantom. She was in Night. Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. That's the it. new one, though. Girl in the whatever. Wherever that girl is. Spider Who's that girl? Where is she? <laughs> That's how I feel about Vicky Creeps. Um, Eraserhead interactive game. Mm. It's just like you staring into It's the just like a... Yeah, for... it's just like... That's like the kind of game where it's just like exploring the environment. Right. While like oh, a baby like is just actually. like screaming in the background. Alright, yeah, I, I dig that. Um, yeah, that'd be cool, right? Yeah. It'd be stressful, actually. Like, very Seven stressful. Seven Samurai. You just defend, like, I don't know, people from stealing your crops and food from villagers. Like, there you go. Yeah. So, what I'm trying to say is, hire us, Criterion. We have some cool ideas. Lord knows I've tried. <laughs> Their <laughs> email manager knows I've tried. <laughs> no, it's the Flintstones. Forgive me for what I must yabba that. Lord knows. <laughs> Oh, now, forgive, forgive me for me. what I must yabba dabba do. Yabba do, yeah. Yeah, love that. So, any closing thoughts on Shark Tale? Yeah, I was going to say, is there anything else to say about it? Like, No, you? not at all. Like, I literally have nothing to say about Shark Tale. <laughs> oh, except for, like, the soundtrack kind of goes off, not going to lie. Oh, it, it do be kind of fresh, though. Like, I, I can't lie. I think I had it in my car as a child. Remember when I spent $30, well, no, okay, when my mom spent $30 when I was a kid to buy the wild motion picture soundtrack? <laughs> what was on that soundtrack? I don't know. Should we look I up just, the track listing? Let's do it. Yeah, fuck it. Fuck just it, so we, just so we have over an hour <laughs> I'm going of content. Now, yeah. The wild oh. movie soundtrack. Hmm. Let's okay. see. Real Wild Child. Good enough? I think that's why I was like, that's enough for $30. Who who performed that again? I can't see 
Everlife, whoever the whoever that is. Wait, really? Like it's like actual people. It's not just like soundtrack info. Sure, why not? They Clocks also the by Coldplay. What the fuck? Maybe I was valid as a kid. That's like a good song. Is there a U2 song in this movie? Somebody said, I cannot remember what scene the song is in, but it sounds like U2. Anyone? Said Sissy from Florida. Is that you? That's me. I'm Sissy. <laughs> Somebody said, Clocks by Coldplay. I thought it was a U2 song as well. LOL. <laughs> what was this? I just, there's like a Q&A about soundtracks. Um, I like to think literally it's all the questions... Week. All the questions are just like, what is that song that is uh, when they're going into New York? What is that song? And everyone's like, Clocks by Coldplay. Clocks by Coldplay. <laughs> um, see complete track list. Let's see. Um, the streets have no name is the answer. No, it was Clocks by Coldplay. No, I, that, was, that was a joke. That, like, a lot oh, of by you sequences. Oh. Yes, yes. Gosh. I'm valid, okay? I, I can make okay. a joke every now and then. Yeah. yeah. I mean, sure. Yeah. So The yeah. Wild. The Wild's a pretty interesting movie. No, I'm good. Thank you. Okay. Well, are we ever going to do an episode on The Wild? I mean, in the future. I think we should do Madagascar first. Have you seen The Wild? Like, once or twice. Okay, well. Well, that's a... Yeah, I was just curious. So, Shark Tale. Um, what a time. What we're trying to say is Bernie 2020. If you if you want to see your local car wash stay in business, Bernie 2020. Your family owned car wash. Your family owned whale wash. Actually, we never even discussed that. It's not a car wash. They're washing whales. Oh, okay. Well, okay, liberal. Like they that's <laughs> Bernie, Bernie. Wait. I want to see Bernie Fish and Shark Hill. I feel like, like I similar energy to Martin Scorsese Fish. I um, feel like he would just be like, no shark, no fish that works at the car wash. No, like they'd be, they'd be equally stressed out. The sharks <laughs> at the top of the food chain, they have like, to get back too. I would say that uh, he would probably also be a puffer fish because they both get like very worked up easily, like Martin Scorsese and uh, and Bernie. But um, what if what is Elizabeth Warren's fish? Um, I feel like she'd be. I don't know. I f- I mean. Uh... All the fish kind of look the same. Like, is Trump a shark? No, I feel like he'd be like a dumb like squid or something. That's actually yeah, that's pretty good. Um, um fuck it, Obama no, fish. Fuck it, Obama fish. I feel like all the all the women. You know what? As a as a little woman, here's here's my take. You asked me if this. You asked me if this uh, passes the Bechdel test. All the women, like, fish, they all kind of, like, have the same design. Like, they're all just, like, fish. Why do the men get to be, like, sharks and, like, jellyfish and, like, different species of fish? That's not fair. Vicky, uh, um, what's her name again? Vicky Jensen. 
Vicky Jensen, explain yourself. You you call yourself. Well, there were two male directors, so maybe they had input on it. Yeah. Okay. Well, DreamWorks, you have to explain too. I maybe you guys weren't the progressives that we thought. Yeah. Uh, I mean, were they ever? On that um, note, maybe we okay. should end this because nobody's listening anymore. How long is this going on for? Um, I don't know. I'm Hold just scrolling on. through Instagram. One hour and 11 minutes. Oh, that we love that. Um, so, I mean, that is it for Shark Tale, right? Nothing else? Yeah. I mean, I never had any thoughts on it to begin with. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just literally vibing. Fun fact, I have no thoughts ever. Head empty. Head empty. No thoughts. Alright, so guys, we got some big things coming. Um, like, don't know if we're gonna do a podcast like next week or the week after, but we have some big things coming in the next like week and a half. Hopefully, Adam knows what I'm talking about. I, I actually don't know what you're talking about. Please elaborate. I think it's gonna be a surprise for our listeners, all um, thirty of them. Um, I in the next like personally can't wait to blow the minds of all of our patreon subscribers patreon subscribers if you only patreon subscribers can know what's happening on january 31st yeah if you (laughs) patreon subscribers (laughs) if you want to get first access to the mystery box this is jj abrams mystery box Uh, (laughs) okay wait this is our first episode since star wars Really quick, we wrote it on our Twitter, but I just wanted to say it here. We redact the statements that we made about J.J. Abrams being hot, because he fucked up. Listen, I... Rise of Skywalker is a mess of a movie, and it retroactively made The Force Awakens, like, a little less good. Mm Mm-hmm. And I I just feel like I'm valid now because like I've said since the beginning, he might make some okay movies, but he's not, he's not daddy, you know he he's not he's not hot. And now I'm glad you guys are finally seeing the light, um, in my JJ discourse. Ryan Johnson is the only dad we need. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So All right. I'm, I'm, well, I'm just glad I was on the right side of history. On that note, yeah, Adam, where can we find you? Um, you can find me at my newly changed username on Twitter at Adam underscore not Sandler. I and... love that so much. By the way, I didn't get the chance to tell you. It's yeah. uh, it's wonderful. It's smart. It's a reference to Shark Tale. We love <laughs> to see it. Thank you. Um, and yeah, I mean. I mean, fuck it. You don't you have to find me anywhere else. I'm, I'm basically I don't exist. You know, who who even has a physical form anymore? You know, I just exist on Twitter. So just follow me there. Yeah. Yeah. That's my only thought. Yeah. Um. I mean, whatever and find you. Oh yeah, my Twitter <laughs> is at k y r k a u. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, All right. um well bye we'll be oh okay <laughs> bye guys bye